Welcome to this talk from Emmaus Road, a church with congregations in Guildford, Woking and Aldershot in the UK. To find out more about who we are and what we're up to, please visit us online at EmmausRoad.com. Good morning. Good morning. Wow. Anyway, that light could be turned down. Has anyone got... I can't really see yeah. you. Super to be with you this morning. If you are uh, new to Emmaus Road and aren't really familiar with what our role entails and the work of the Lighthouse, I just want to frame it very briefly. And what we want to do today, as Peter said, is just give you a little bit of a family update on a couple of bits of news and specifically what's happening in Guildford, uh, but just some wider news as well uh, around that. So um, the Lighthouse really is about the divine flow of God's love that comes from his heart, from his throne. And using the, the biblical image of that river that flows from the throne out of the temple, doesn't stay in the temple, it flows out of the temple, through the streets, out to the dry and desolate places. And there it brings supernatural life. You know, things come alive again that were dead. And that's how we see the kingdom. That's how we see the flow of God's love in the world. And so when we talk about social transformation or we talk about the work of the lighthouse, it is really just ways of uh, collaborating with that flow of God's love, creating spaces in our communities where that love can be expressed in the very heart of communities. And we do that through physical buildings where we can or through pop-ups. We often do stuff in this space. And so it's just trying to create spaces for that interaction where the world experiences God's love, the river of his divine love, bringing life in really unexpected ways. So I hope that's helpful. Yeah, thanks, Eric. And we really um, appreciate the opportunity to be with you today as family. We've got quite a bit of news to share with you. And um, I guess I just want to say that some of it is really good news and it's really exciting. And some of it is not yet kind of news. And we might experience feeling a bit disappointed with that. But I just want to, um, yeah, I guess just be really honest about that and say that is how life is, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, for all of us, all the time, and we we just declare that we trust God with his plans, we trust God with his timing, he is faithful, he provides, and uh, yeah, I just want to declare that really um, for us all as we, as we speak about, uh, share this news with you. So anyway, I'll, the first piece of news, which is, is really big news for us as Emmaus family, is that... Um, on Tuesday evening, this past Tuesday night, so hot off the press, planning permission was granted for the uh, redevelopment of the high street in Woking. Now, this is the high street um, in Woking. <laughs> um, now, that basically is really, really good news to us. It's really good news to us as church because the developers are providing a space for the lighthouse in the redevelopment. So that's, that's pretty phenomenal. And professionals have um, commented to us throughout this week, um, professionals in the industry, that is, that this is unprecedented, what the developers are, are providing. So you'll see... Oh, 
they keep changing. Basically, you'll see the, the, what it looks like now in some of them. There you go, there it is now. So that whole street is going to be redeveloped. So all of that is going to be coming down. And there we go. And that is what it's going to look like. So it's really shiny and new and beautiful. And um, the... With, you know, just really thanking and praising God for his provision and his favour. It's been really over the past year that we've been um, in conversation, Eric and myself and Alan, um, in conversation with the developers, in conversation with the architects, talking, negotiating, planning together. And, you know, it really is quite phenomenal that they're giving us the whole of that ground floor stretch um, as the lighthouse, there's going to be the, even the cosy cafe. They want the cosy cafe, so that's going to be on that corner on the left-hand side. Um, and that cosy cafe is our social enterprise, not-for-profit. So, um, again, they've said that the the, um, the profits from there can keep feeding into the lighthouse, which, again, is phenomenal. There will be about 320 um, residents living above this lighthouse, so they will all come and, and um, use the Cozy Cafe, and it will give us the opportunity to embrace them and build community with them and invite them into volunteering with us and just just really um, seeing the, the kingdom of God that is already established in that street um, expand into this residential community. And um, yeah, it was just a lot of opportunity, isn't there? Um, in this. And um, is that all the slides? Have we seen them all? Okay, great, thanks. <laughs> um, I guess as well, just wanting to mention that um, we've basically got six months now. <laughs> as of Tuesday, we've got six months, um, which feels quite a short time. Um, really, because there's so many things happening all the time, so many projects, and it really it's home. The lighthouse building is home. Um, you know, I can see many of you in here who are on team um, regularly in the lighthouse, so you know how it's a home, a place that many people who are um, isolated and marginalised come and they belong and they find significance and they call it their home. And so it's a massive, um, a massive change and transition for um, for many for team. For us, for, um, for, for those who come along and, and are part of the, um, the Lighthouse community. So really um, invite your prayers um, for this season, this time as we, as we lead through that. Um, we see it as a really great opportunity to, um, as a community, experience um, hopefully healthily loss and grieve the loss of what was, but also really press into to the hope of what is to come, and, and we can lean into God's faithfulness and his provision and really use this as an opportunity to, to disciple, you know, these, these incredible um, lighthouse community, the people that are coming in regularly um, and eating and um, with us and um, spending time in the space. So, yeah, just again, ask for your prayers with all of that because it is a, a, an amazing opportunity. Um, in in this in six months' time, we will be moving into an interim space, which again we've spent time praying into, looking into, looked at lots of different places in case we were where we are, where we find ourselves now. So we have done a lot of preparation, haven't we? <laughs> 
And um, what's incredible is we've the space that we really wanted, um, we have now secured. And it's been a bit of a bumpy ride in that we knew the place that we wanted and then, no, no, we couldn't have it. Someone else had got it. Anyway, they came back round to us and said, yes, um, you can have it. But even more incredible is that the developers are going to... Um, what are they going to do? I've written, hang on, I've lost my... <laughs> They're going to basically fit it out, that's it. They're going to fit it out, and they're going to pay for that. Isn't that incredible? So, it, actually, they don't want us to have that expense. So, praise God again. Thank you. <laughs> God is so incredible, because it is a concrete shell, but it's about 50 yards away. It's so close to where we are now. So, again, just in that, all the change and everything, for the people who are coming along, it's really not far for them to go, is it? I'm probably taking way longer than I should. Sorry. <laughs> um, Anything you want to add to that? Okay, so God, we just lift up your name and we declare that you are faithful, you are good. Faithful God, you provide and we trust you, we trust you, God, for your timing, for your plans. We just say that we are your servants, that we are surrendered to you, God. We walk into what you are already doing. We want to walk forward in obedience and trust. And we just thank you, God, for the Emmaus Church, for, for all of us in all the different towns across the congregations, how we stand together in united in vision, in mission to love and care for those around us, to pour out our lives for our, our neighbours and those people in need. Calm, Holy Spirit, calm, increase your presence and your power in this, um, in this process. We pray for the developers, we pray for the architects, we pray for the builders, the contractors, all of those people in the mix. May they experience your goodness, your presence as they come into this lighthouse story with us, as they step into this story May their lives be changed, God. May they be transformation in their lives. I thank you for the feedback that we've had so far from the developers and the architects about how this is their, like their favorite project because it's different, because they have purpose. They've stepped into the story, your story. They've stepped into the kingdom. And we just ask for increase we stand together now as church and we pray for those lives to be changed. We pray for salvation. We ask, Spirit of God, that you'd pour out over all of this, all of these plans, all of this change. Thank you. Amen. Sorry, that wasn't... Amen. that prayer. <laughs> We, as Rebecca was praying, you know, we, we saw when we got that first space in Woking, so much a part, the part of the story of just even acquiring the building, renovating it, was God in that story. Like people's lives were turned around through it. And so we really believe even in this transition, it's not just a practical thing we need to go through. It's actually looking for what God is doing in that process. And we believe he'll do lots. Um, today, we were hoping to focus as much as possible on Guildford to update this congregation, but obviously the Woking news was big news, and so we wanted to share that. 
But we won't take time to talk lots about the other work of what's going on uh, in Woking or even in Aldershot. There's so much amazing, amazing stuff going on. Just yesterday in Aldershot, they did a giant pre-Christmas toy swap and gave away 2,700 toys, uh, just like secondhand toys that people were were uh, giving away to, to families in need. So there is like tons of that going on. So today isn't meant to be a sort of comprehensive update. Uh, we just wouldn't have time, but we want to bring the focus to Guildford for a while and just give you a family update on Guildford Lighthouse, which I know you all care deeply about. So um, we have spent most of this year, 2023, uh, trying to secure this space, which is up on North Street. It was an old Laura Ashley space, and we uh, have been working with a lot of team. I see Richard Grove there. Gosh, how many hours have we spent on this? You know, meetings and conversations and being in the space with developers and, uh, um, you know, getting things surveyed and assessed and working it out. And basically, we had been looking to rent the ground floor in the basement, the retail space of this building. And we were just about at the point of signing the lease when, I think we updated you in June, the owner of the building got planning permission to redevelop the upper floors, which are currently offices, into residential accommodation and add a floor to the top. And so that precipitated a conversation of like, well, how is that going to impact us if this is going to turn into a building site for two years? How do we operate on the ground floor in that? And the outcome of that whole journey, and I think we shared in the summer, we said, you know, it's quite tender and we, we may actually just need to walk away from this uh, because that would be untenable if it's just such a disrupted space when we're trying to establish this oasis of calm and refuge for people in need. Um, so anyway, we were having those conversations with the landlord and the, the, with the owner and they turned around and said, actually, although we have this planning, we'd love someone else to do it. Do you want to buy the building? and then you can do what you want with it. And so that became a whole exploration, like, God, are you inviting us into something? And so we very seriously looked at that, talked with our trustees, looked at the finances, and that's taken a few months of, of sort of prayerfully processing that and figuring out, is that where we need to be? And that was very complicated, just some of the, not just the money, but the, the structure of the transaction and how they wanted to sell it, the whole building as a going concern, uh, had tax implications and all sorts. It was a very, very technical thing. And where we finally, finally landed, uh, sort of in agreement with the trustees and the elders uh, of the church, is that that wasn't something we could take on. We weren't going to do that. And so, disappointingly, we've reached the point of just like, we need to walk away from this. And so that's what we've done as a church. We've decided either never or certainly not now, this building isn't it. And we find that hard because when we go on this journey with God, we're looking for these breadcrumbs, these signs of what God might be doing in it. And it felt like a kind of divine moment. We felt this with a number of the buildings we've explored in Guildford. Like, is this, Lord, you know, there'll be a sort of random unexpected phone call that will come in out of nowhere when we've just been praying. Or this building we'd stood opposite about four years ago as a team, walk, prayer walking, looking for a lighthouse in Guildford, and said, wouldn't that 
be the ideal building, except it wasn't on the market, it wasn't available. And so when we got a phone call out of the blue saying, hey, you wouldn't by any chance be interested in taking on this building, we were like, Lord, is this you? And so anyway, lots of months of prayer and work and that have gone into this. And we just know, don't we, when we do this stuff with God, we'll stand on the other side of it one day and it'll all make perfect sense. And the timing will make sense. And we'll be like, yeah, 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 of course. That's why it transpired the way it did. But walking forwards into it is always much harder. We, we just don't know. And we have plenty of biblical examples of just following the Lord, following the pillar of fire and the cloud and, you know, just trusting God. Um, uh, you know, that fa- where God calls Abraham to go to the promised land? Genesis 12.1, it's, it's translated slightly differently in the NIV, but the original Hebrew, I remember chatting to a rabbi, a scholar, and he said that phrase in Genesis 12.1 says, it, God says to Abraham, go to the land I will cause you to see. And so it's almost like he won't quite know it until he's standing there and he goes, ah, now I know. And I, that's the journey we're on as a people with Guildford. It doesn't all make sense, but we're faithfully walking forward, trusting God with each step. And who knows, something might come back around even with this space or, or, or not. So we trust God. We don't want to force or strive anything. We want to be in flow with the Holy Spirit. And so please pray with us as we continue to explore, as we keep looking at spaces, even since... This became a no. We've considered three other spaces. We're we're constantly working at this. Please know that this doesn't mark a sort of stop in our progress. We're walking forward and exploring and prayerfully looking at it, and we trust that you will stay with us in that too. Thank you. All right, so in terms of what, in the meantime, Bex is going to share a little bit. Okay, so the good news is that Jigsaw is coming to Guildford. (laughs) Um, So we don't, obviously, as Eric shared, it's not yet for the actual whole building. However, we just, uh, we want to move forward and that's what we we sense is the right thing to do. So in 2024, um, we're going to be using here, Founders, this wonderful place, (laughs) Um, yeah, as a place for the um, to increase the lighthouse's presence in Guildford, and um, obviously there's a little bit challenges with storage. And anyone who knows the lighthouse and has been there, we've, we've got all these spaces set up, and um, we obviously can't do that here. So we're going to be super creative <laughs> and do it as continue to do pop-ups here but what we want to do is to do stuff weekly and regularly rather than you know in the summer and at Christmas um, just to increase our presence here as um, caring for those in need in the community as a church together so it will give us opportunity to really build relationship spending time with people hearing their stories you know coming alongside them um, and so on and What is great is there's already Tots and Toddlers here on a Tuesday. So um, in discussion with the team um, who run that, we're going to pilot running Jigsaw with the Emmaus Tots and Toddlers. So um, that's very exciting. 
And um, we're aware that there are a lot of families already across Guildford that are being supported and helped by the Lighthouse. So quite a few, well, quite a few hundreds of people already access support from the Lighthouse in Woking. Um, we have, I think there's 10 schools already referring into the Lighthouse with 300 plus children who've received help this past summer. We already have 277 children from Guildford that have been referred for the Christmas kindness. Um, and so what we really pray and hope for with doing a, a regular jigsaw pop-up in Guildford here in Founders is that um, it will increase accessibility for families. So where people are travelling to Woking, they can just come here in Guildford. Um, and again, just that building relationship and community and being able to invite them to the things here in Guildford we're doing as church. Um, so that's what we're, we're excited for. And we're recruiting team for this wonderful new project. So just want to share that with you. Um, there's all sorts of, of different kinds of um, gifts and talents we're looking for. So if you're someone who's passionate about families or you're someone who's a good listener or you um, enjoy doing hospitality and welcome, if you enjoy sorting clothes or, um, you know, ideally for those people, we need you to be available on a Tuesday morning to be able to come here. But if, if you've got a little bit of time in the evening, we're going to need people to, to drive and collect the bundles. So the idea is that the massive warehouse we have in Woking will um, pack up stuff and it will be driven over and delivered here and people will come in to collect it so we'll sit and have coffee with the family one week and talk about their needs and so on and then we'll make a note of all the things like the toys and the ages and um, genders of children and then that information will go over to Woking and then it'll packs will be created and then it'll be driven back and be waiting the following week which again is actually quite a nice little strategic piece in that people need to come back to get their packs and we'll meet with them again and then have another opportunity to come alongside and and you know spend time with them so if you would like to be involved if you're someone who loves pioneering new stuff or you're someone who yeah just wants to come and be serving on team with us we would love to hear from you we would love to know we want this to start um yeah sort of early on in 2024 as, as we can make as is logistically possible and so where's sue sue williams she's around here she is over here please would you have a little chat with sue give her your details if you are someone who can get involved or we need people to pray we need people to cover this in prayer as well so all of that i've just put that out now i probably need to stop talking and pass back to eric <laughs> oh there you go i didn't actually say what jigsaw was is did I sorry Eric's probably sitting there going oh Jesus. if you don't know what jigsaw is forgive me jigsaw basically is um, a project that serves families in financial hardship providing clothing toys and equipment to those families completely free of charge it's stuff that is pre-loved so it's um, donated by many of you um, by the community and um, they have have it for free and it's just a wonderful way to help people in a time of financial hardship. And it also, I mean, it's been running for quite a long time now. And there have been some incredible, fruitful um, relationships and salvations and, and um, kingdom opportunities as we've uh, done this over the years. 
Um, yeah, and in fact, there's a number of people now on team who came in the first place to receive, and now they're on team serving with us. So it is a fantastic project. It's even developed in Woking, and we also have something called a hub now, a separate building where uh, we run parenting courses and what else do we do there? Stay in place sessions, and there's just many, many things that are um, relational and equipping and empowering for families, things like baby massage and helping, um, yeah, helping people, uh, what's it called, bond with children and babies and so on. You know, just like really, um, really supportive, caring opportunities to help people in that time of life, that season of life. And um, yeah, so that's the Jigsaw Hub. That's separate to what we're doing here in Founders. But who knows where it will go or how it will develop, what God's going to do. We just want to step into this and invite you to step into it with us. So that's... Jigsaw coming to Guildford in 2024. All right. Thanks, Bex. Um, so the, the fourth and final chunk that we wanted to share with you today is just to talk about our Christmas kindness campaign. Now, I, if you were at church last week, you would have seen the launch, the video, but we want to talk a little bit about that, uh, what our goal is with that, and um, what that means for us as a Guildford congregation. So I just wondered if we could watch the video so that if you don't know what it is, this frames it well, and then I've got a few things to say about that. Would you like to help lift worry and anxiety for local people this Christmas? Christmas can be such a special time of year. It can be marked by warm, wonderful companionship, delicious food, gifts, fun and laughter. But we know that won't be the case for everyone. Many will be alone and lonely this year. Others will go hungry or without treats many take for granted. And children won't have the joy of opening gifts. Yet it doesn't have to be that way. Last year we saw the community respond to our Christmas kindness appeal, raising over £27,000, enabling us to help over 1,000 local people, thanks to the generosity of those who gave. It was remarkable to see the massive relief to those who benefited from the range of activities and services we were able to provide. Christmas hampers, hot meals, parties, special treats and lots more brought joy and relief to many. But this year we're expecting to see an even greater need as the impact of the financial crisis continues to cripple many individuals and families. With your help, we can provide hope and practical help to prevent additional avoidable debt, easing their anxiety. Could you help us this Christmas to lift the worry and lighten the darkness for those who are really struggling? Whatever you can give us will make a huge difference. For example, £25 could provide Christmas essentials such as food, clothing, toiletries and winter warming items like hot water bottles and cosy blankets. £50 could provide Christmas treats such as brand new toys for children, party clothes and wrapped gifts. £100 could provide much Christmas cheer like Christmas parties, meals and events providing shelter and companionship throughout December and on Christmas Day. We know life might be a little tough for you too right now with the rise in the cost of living, so please don't feel pressured to give. If you are able to help, whatever you give today will be able to make a huge difference. 
Thank you for your kindness. Rest assured your support is never taken for granted. May you know and experience peace and joy this Christmas. All right, so here's the goal. We raised £27,000 last year, and we set out, knowing that need would be greater, we set out a goal to raise £30,000 this year. Um, and with that, we wanted to reach more people, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. But something, I think, really exciting happened this week, um, because we are just slightly inundated and overwhelmed by the need as we reach out to frontline workers and agencies and those who refer into this. You know, we work with um, hundreds of, of healthcare workers and school link workers and social services and all of that. And the need out there is just crazy. And uh, we were in conversation with HTB Church this week. Um, and they've said to us that they because of the ambitious plans we have this Christmas to make a meaningful impact, they would match fund up to £20,000 of what we raise. So we've got a £30,000 target. If we could reach even 20000 of that, they will match fund twenty. But if we could get our 20000 target, that would give us 50000 to make a massive impact. Wouldn't that be incredible? So I just think, come on, God, and come on, church. Like, let's do that. We, um, Jigsaw, just one part of our Christmas kindness is giving out um, brand new gifts to children, supporting them. And as Rebecca said, in Guildford alone, we've already had 277 children referred in. We wrote to all those frontline workers who refer children in at the end of October to say to them, would you please start to refer children in for this campaign? And we set a kind of cut off a target. Our ambitious target was to support a thousand children in the area across Guildford, Woking and Aldershot. By the first week of November, we had already had 1,100 children referred to us. So we were already facing this kind of heartbreaking decision of like, how do we cut this off? The reality is the most desperate families will come to us closer to Christmas. And we don't want to have to say, sorry, but you're too late. We can't help you. And that's just that piece of the children. I mean, there's so much we want to do around care packages for care leavers and uh, supporting the elderly with food hampers and treats for Christmas. There, There is so much that we can do. And when I got the news about this, you know, potential 20,000 match funding from HTB, I reached out to our teams in the, in the towns and, uh, and said, like, you know, what would you do if, if I could give you this check, you know? And the ideas are just flowing in of all the extra things. Well, if we, you know, this, and we could do that, and we could do that, and we could do that. So we could just touch the lives of thousands of people this Christmas if we can make this happen. So I'm just putting that out there. The more we raise, the more people we can help. 
Um, we're so excited about the, the Guildford Christmas Kindness, um, and this year we're having two events, so in this space we'll deck it out into this beautiful Christmas space um, in, in November, and uh, we already have 45 of you signed up as volunteers, so it's amazing. We're going to have a beautiful time here in that, and, um, and we just need a little more help on Thursday the 23rd of November. So if you can help with that, please speak to Sue Williams. And uh, if you're available, we'd just love a bit of help and she can explain what that would involve. We're, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to is that on uh, Tuesday, the 22nd of uh, November, hang on, I've got those dates wrong. But anyway, on the Tuesday of that week, it's the student night here. And with the students, a, they're going to go out and buy a load of stuff for the food hampers for Christmas. And then after that, we're going to spend time decorating this whole space, setting it up for the Christmas kindness event with the students. So we're just so excited to get them involved. And as we said at the beginning, all of this is simply to collaborate and cooperate with the flow of God's river of love. I mean, it's, a, it's an unending river of his love into the world. And our, my belief about this, what I've learned over many years of leading a church and seeing the people of faith engage practically, it's, it's mostly about opening the doors of the church. It's mostly about us going out, just, just not thinking, how does this serve me? What does this do for me? But how do we allow the flow beyond, beyond the building, beyond the meetings, and engage with it? And we have seen God do that beautifully. I mean, I think it's a privilege that we have hundreds of agencies who turn to us and say, can we work with you? I think it's a privilege that we have these opportunities to go into all these schools, all these organizations, all these families. I mean, the, the opportunity is fast. It's incredible. It's an invitation to us. And I just think, wow, we just get to say yes to that and walk with God into it, step into the flow of his river. It's, it's a beautiful thing we get to do. So we're going to take a bit of time this morning to, to do an offering, and a slide will come up. But I wonder, Peter, would you just come up and help us transition into that and anything else you want to say? Thank you so much. Let's just give Eric and Rebecca the biggest round of applause. Yeah.